We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friend at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Welcome to Overnight America with Ryan Recker on KMOX. Sponsored by Michael's Flooring, the flooring experts, michaelsflooringoutlet.com. It's that time of night, you can't stay up tight. So come and join the people and I'm feeling all right here on old. Yeah, Doug and Donna always sounded good on KMOX and Overnight America. You can find me on Facebook, Ryan Recker Radio. I'm watching right now from uh, Los Angeles. There's a car chase going on one of the freeways, the 110 freeway. And the car is probably going, if I had to guess, 40 miles an hour on the freeway. I'd be so frustrated. (laughs) You got to be kidding me. They're going, but he's just going slow and they're getting caught behind it. And I feel bad because there's on ramps and things and it shows these vehicles. And I'm thinking, man, if I was smart enough, I would have zoomed in front of them to get out of it. But this car is just like, you know, gingerly driving down the freeway right now, which makes me also wonder if we had more active police choppers out on St. Louis. How many car chases and things would they catch if they were just hanging around? Seriously. I mean, I'm sure there'd be some great video content to share there. You, you wouldn't really have to be up at the right time. It, anytime you go up, I'm sure you'd see something. I wanted to talk about this, and I wanted to get your take on this. If you watch a lot of television news, call in, because I'm curious if your habits have changed. There was an article on MSN News that was talking about the viewership on Fox News and how it has sunk I mean, Fox News since 2000 was easily the number one news channel on cable. Now, not so much. It has just completely changed. Maybe it's more people watching alternative like Newsmax or OAN, and it's changing the audience because they don't think Fox News is conservative enough or Republican enough or whatever it is. Maybe they don't like the way that they treated Donald Trump. Maybe they thought one one time you say one thing that's a considered criticism and when that criticism occurs it just turns off the base that normally would watch that and maybe it's that maybe there's just something they feel alienated i don't know but if you're one of those people that watch a lot of cable news and maybe you've changed the way you view things give me a call i'm just kind of curious why 
436-7900 or 800-925-1120. So here's what it says in the article here. Uh, On Tuesday, Fox announced that it finished its 19th consecutive year as the number one cable news network. But in January, Fox reported monthly ratings that fell behind both CNN and MSNBC for the first time in 20 years. And unlike its rivals, Fox had a worse January than it did a year ago. CNN was up 128 percent. MSNBC was up 53 percent. Fox News was down 13 percent compared to the previous year. And GOP pollster Frank Lutz said Fox has succeeded for years in straddling the line between quality news organization and the opinion side. But Trump won't let that happen anymore, and and neither would his supporters. They want their news to affirm them rather than to inform them, is what they say. If you look at some of the different demographics, it says the network once attracted the most total viewers in prime time, now trailing in the 25 to 54 age group that is prized by advertisers and that's where we're at right now um i I look at that and i just wonder is it going to change back around or have they completely turned it off i think that fox news in the way that they have mounted changes over the years and still found ways to be number one like look at that for that big stretch of years for the 20 years it was bill o'reilly and he was number one on cable news for the longest time and he was there forever And you thought, wow, how would you be able to just drop the number one guy on cable and still maintain that number one slot? But they did. And they moved some things around. Tucker Carlson came in and he was doing great. I think that there's been a lot of eating your own with Fox News and a lot of these networks, meaning that they had certain opinions that were different than people that watched it after the election. And as soon as someone said anything that was contrary to, uh, you know, President Trump and his claims that it would immediately turn the audience off and they just looked for the next source to go to. And I think that eating your own really hurt the party in a lot of different ways. Certainly it hurt news uh, organization like Fox News because you can just see it in the ratings. And it's like you can't say one thing that is outside of what most of the viewers believe without them getting all bent out of shape is not a good trait. It's a dangerous thing, actually, because sometimes someone will say something from a person that you respect or like or you've enjoyed their commentaries in the past. And they say one thing that's different and you don't like it. And it's like, are you going to just throw it all out for something like that? And it seems a lot of that has been happening with Fox News. Uh, they looked at this. They said, let me read this one quote real quick. Uh, Fox, uh, okay, his ratings. Fox, which analyzes its ratings on a minute-by-minute basis, found the viewership dropped or pleaded during frequent appearances of different uh, members. So they kind of get an idea of what might be causing this. Right now, I believe uh, Sean Hannity is still the top on that network. They believe things like uh, Brian Kilmeade, Maria Bartiromo, uh, former Congressman Trey Gowdy, auditioning and doing different times as they're trying to figure out that 7 o'clock time slot doesn't also help things. Um, normally, it would get people interested because, hey, it's something new. But not this case. I mean, it's it's actually the, the, sti- lot, uh, the lack of stability in that sense and being able to keep it has been a problem. So if you watch cable news, I'm curious your general feel for it. Are you feeling like you've been alienated? Is it just the product not as good? 
why the change? If, if you're someone that always watches Fox or CNN or MSNBC, have you actually noticed a change in the last couple of months? I mean, what would it be? Is there something that CNN's doing that would make them get more ratings? Is it just all Fox News and it's what they're doing is in lack of ratings, which is growing the other ones? I don't know. Maybe you can tell me. We can do a quick study here tonight. Otherwise, uh, we got one more segment here, and then after that, we're going to bring on Tom Sullivan. He's a county watchdog. We're going to talk about those issues with Metrolink being dangerous. It's been dangerous for a long time, but we keep hearing the stories about how policy changed last year where the security guards that were there were no longer allowed to carry a firearm and just the tragedies that happened there because of it. So we'll talk to Tom Sullivan about that story, too, and an editorial that's also inside of the Post-Dispatch coming up. If you want to talk about that, you can. We'll take some of your calls on Overnight America KMOX. St. Louis's weather station, KMOX. Welcome back. It's Overnight America. And thanks again for the things that we uh, talk about at night here. I, I'm always curious about how viewership is shifting when it comes to these cable networks. And I got to put this out as full disclosure. I don't watch any of the cable news shows. None of them. I will catch articles. If they say something, sometimes I'll post up in a blog somewhere. Someone will post a clip, things like that. When I was in studio, as in when I was sitting inside of the studio at KMOX and not working from home, it was a little bit easier to watch and monitor some of these things as they would come up. But as I work from home, I find myself not watching any of it, and I couldn't be happier. So I'm kind of out of the loop with some of these things. I do look at different websites, though, that post clips and things. Newsbusters is a great one. Uh, the Media Research Center, the, the one and the same. They put the, I think they're the same website owner, but they are different like sections of the website. But I, I don't always get, you know, viewership. Why do some people watch one? Do some people not? One text message came in and said a big part of it was when they called Arizona for Joe Biden way early in the night without all the votes in. That upset a lot of different people. Wow, that not that amazing how something like that, a mistake like that, is enough to turn off, I mean, millions of people or however many would have uh, watched regularly. And it just changes the full dynamic. That is something. I want to give a couple of updates here. Uh, one update about the stimulus check. I got to say, this is one of the worst clickbait schemes I've seen ever. If you go online and you see anything that looks like clickbait, you've started to understand like, yeah, I, I, I recognize they want me to click on it. It'll say something like five worst places for crime in St. Louis. You're like, okay, I guess I better look at this, see if it's any place I go to or uh, eat these eight things and live a healthier life. You know, that's, that's the type of clickbait we're talking about in the past months with the coronavirus. The clickbait is here's the latest on the stimulus checks. They understand that most people that are online or whatever looking for these things are wondering, what's in it for me? Can I get some money? Oh, there's an update. I should be getting money. I better click on that because I want to see what kind of money I'm getting. And all the news organizations do it. Every single day, it seems like they post something up that has no new information or very little new information. And they all preface it like this lately. Here's when you'll get your next check. No, they don't know because they haven't passed anything. And it's just the same information put in there with a different headline. It's actually pretty deceptive. But uh, there are negotiations that are going on right now. 
as of right now, the Republicans met with Joe Biden in the White House yesterday and Joe Biden came out. You heard it on the CBS News at the top of the hour that mentioned that he wants to keep the stimulus package at one point nine trillion dollars. So closer to two trillion when the Republicans wanted closer to six hundred billion, which is still a lot. But two trillion is is what they're working with. And they're willing to look at the scope of who gets the check if they're going to narrow that back. That's something they said they would uh, negotiate on. So before under Biden's plan, I think originally you could make as a couple, as a household up to three hundred thousand dollars and you'd still get money. And you're thinking to yourself, you got to be kidding me. You're making three hundred grand. You uh, have that sort of income. And then you're asking for the government to give you more. Forget that. I think the Republicans wanted to drop that down to 80 K per family. So if you're a married couple, so 40 is when it starts to drop off as an individual. Totally cool with that. It should be, you know, in fact, we should be limited. It should be limited in that scope. However, Joe Biden's coming out. It doesn't look like it. Okay. So that's the update. I just saved you a click. Let's go to Mary, who's calling in. Welcome to Overnight America. Hi. Hmm? Yeah. Um, I think a lot of television in general, people are just sick of all the commercials, period. I mean, uh. I have to put it on pause if I want to. Watch the news, especially. I just you you want to get information, and there's so many. I mean, even a movie now, a third of it is commercials. It's oh yeah. It's, but I do have a question. I heard years ago that CNN paid airports, paid doctors' office, and different public spaces to play CNN, like continuously. I, I don't know if CNN paid them i don't know what kind of deal was in place because a lot of the sweetheart deals were going back to the 90s when cnn was forming and they were the first guy on the block and they started making these deals like okay we are an attraction so we should get paid in order to just be offered on your cable package and a lot of these old deals still stand in place and it's the reason why cnn exists for all those years when the ratings were terrible and what they were putting on the television was terrible, but still somehow they had revenue to pay all these reporters and things. It was because of these old sweetheart deals. If they were to take that off, it, things would change dramatically. So just recently they decided to take the airport thing out. And I think airports were the ones that initiated that. They didn't want them there anymore. So I don't exactly know what the deal looked like there, I, I'm, what the formality was, but there was something there. Well, I sure. Can I say one last thing? Yeah. I, I just, I really hope that Fox hangs in there and just a few of the other stations that, my gosh, you get to hear actual news. I, I turn on regular news. Even, I don't even care if it's local. They all repeat exactly the same thing. And you rarely ever hear about the some of the good things that were done in the last four years for this country that, you know, the peace deals in the Middle East, um, you never hear about it on the regular news it's, it's or the mainstream media, I guess. And so I really hope that they can turn things around. I will say they have too many blondes on Fox. <laughs> they, they really, and I have nothing against blondes, blondes. But they, come on. No, I get let's, that. Let's, That's intentional. Yeah. Uh, Mary, yeah, no, you're right. Is it, you know, let me tell you something else someone told me once, and this makes sense, but uh, Mary, thanks for your call. But someone told okay. me this because they talked to other consultants associated with Fox, and they said that the, the way that they put the camera angles and the way they position the anchor's legs are intentional 
for viewership. So, yes, it's like that on all those news networks. Isn't that something? It's a whole different world. You know, you talk about casting couches and things in these news networks. They're all like that. Man, it's it's not good. All right, let's go to Mark. Welcome to Overnight America. How you doing, Ryan? All right. Uh, yeah, I just got one thing, a couple things to say. I, same thing with Mary. I, I agree with her. I, you know, I've, I've tried to flip back and forth, you know, trying to get information through, you know, what was going on. But, but she went with uh, that embassy and or whatever it is, and then the CNN and all that. It kind of favors one thing. They don't show pretty much, they don't show what they want to show. Seems like Fox, they will show everything, no matter whether it's Democratic, Republican, what, whatever. You know what I'm saying? I 100% know what you're saying. In fact, I think Fox News is the only one that would bring on an opposing view most of the time. They're mostly just looking for people to argue with, but they want to listen to the opposing view. And then the uh, person on the show, I think, is looking for that moment to dunk on them. They enjoy that. But it also means they're bringing on opposing views. I don't think you get that most of the time with any of the other networks. No, you do not. Yeah. All right. Hey, thank you very much, Mark. Good to hear from you. Let's go to Robert. Welcome to Overnight America. Hi. Um, yeah, I, I think uh, I like Fox News, but I have reservations about it. But Newsmax, I heard they come out. One of the anchors said that they won't anything about voting irregularities. They don't even want to discuss. So that made me think I, I was going to go to Newsmax, but now I'm not. And then Fox. I didn't like it when they called it. There's several strong Democrats on Fox, and uh, Chris Wallace is very strong Democrat, and you have to basically tune him out because he's going <laughs> to always do the Democratic side. And then when they called, they basically they had a Democrat in charge of the statistics, and they called Arizona too soon. And then sometimes, I don't know, like Shannon seems a little bit – too democratic to me but a lot of them i like on fox so it's the closest to um pro-trump or pro-republican that you can find so that's why i stick with them okay i appreciate that thank you robert yeah and sometimes you find that people are quick to jump ship uh they get upset about those things see i don't mind chris wallace so much and even when it comes to some of the people on Fox News, if I don't like them, it's not enough for me to say I'll never watch this again. Um, you know, it's like that for CNN. Again, I don't watch the news networks at night. I really don't. But it's not enough for me to say I'm going to abandon them. You know, uh, let's go to Jerome. Welcome to Overnight America. Well, hello there. Uh, I think they're all a bunch of horse hockey. <laughs> Both networks, <laughs> CNN and Fox. Yeah. In fact, I think they're just a bunch of. All they are, this is what they are, and, and I'm being sincere. They're entertainers. At the end of the day, they're entertaining you and brainwashing you simultaneously for their endeavors. Well, well, just to point out, CNN does. You know what the CNN they call themselves when Don Lemon or Anderson Cooper or any of those are on at night? They like Fox News or MSNBC are very specific. They talk about, you know, they're given opinion and this is an opinion program. It's a commentary right. program. It's entertainment. They're very specific about that. CNN says that they are news anchors at night. Would you agree with that? No. Once you cross that line where you are giving your opinion, you're not. 
Yeah. It's got to be uh it's got to be facts and because I remember years ago this is off topic yet on topic. Uh is when Millie Vanilli got busted for um being uh you know using the backup singers and stuff. They weren't the real singers. And it was yeah. Chemo X or Chemo V Channel 4 and Julius Hunter and the bald guy, Larry Connors, I couldn't even name him first. I, I just, I'm not trying to disrespect him. I'm just trying to go with what the they, they played it. They played them actually singing. And they asked, well, what's your opinion? And he, you know, kind of jokingly, but said, you know, he couldn't give one because he was a newsman. You know, he was huh. joking, but he was being serious. Yeah, interesting. And that's true. Because, you know, it, it got him out of, you know, saying one way or the other. But he was right, because that is the thing. You cannot have an opinion to be a newsman. Like yeah. the, the day show, when they do their little interviews, you have an opinion during an interview. But when you're Matt Lauer in the old days and the other ones that report the news, uh, this happened, this happened. No, you cannot do that, because then you're interjecting your opinion and you're acting like it's fact, like you said. And uh, I have a nickname for Joe Biden. It's All right, what older. is the nickname? Okay, he wants to kind of be known as the everyman, right? Uh-huh. Okay, well, the nickname for everyman is Joe Blow. As in, he <laughs> blows money all the time. And that's okay. how he comes up with uh, things in every problem. Let's throw money at it. <laughs> so when we look at the next stimulus package going from $600 billion to $2 trillion, that's when you would say, okay, it's Joe Blow Money. That would be the appropriate use for it, is what you're saying. Exactly, yeah. And it's, okay. uh, because I'm like, man, he is just uh, throwing money and everything. And not only that, he's like, I want to be the great uniter. Just like yeah, Obama no. said he was going to unite the parties. And yeah, as no. soon as they got in, he said, yeah, well, he- I would like to have Republicans... Uh, and, you know, uh, there's support, but we're going yeah. to bully and rush you through either way. Yeah, I, I get it, Jerome. I'm glad you called in, and I, we got to go, though. We got to take a look at your weather, but you can't unite the country through an executive order, right? You can't just sign it. The country is now united. I've signed an executive order. Yeah, right. Tom Sullivan joining us right after the break. It's Overnight America, KMOX. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network, from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Get ready for Billiken's Basketball Wednesday night as they take on LaSalle. Pre-game 545, tip-off at 6. Hear it here on your home for Billiken's Basketball, KMOX. 
He is a local watchdog in St. Louis County and monitors a lot of uh, different things that go on with politicians. And joining us now is Tom Sullivan. Thanks for coming back on to KMOX. Thanks for having me, Ryan. Yeah, we've had a few different things since we last spoke, one of which has to do with Metrolink. And we're starting to see some policies come forward. And I was uh, surprised uh, to learn that the security guards were not armed. But it goes back to something that changed last year, which I believe you actually uh, followed and had an objection to last year. Well, what they did was they had quite a change in how they were going to handle security. And used to be they were trying to get as many police officers as they as they can. And... They hired a new chief of security, and they wanted to have a little bit different different method. And, and, and when I was sitting there listening to it, I had a hard time uh, believing it, but they just wanted to have a little bit of a kinder approach. This guy talked about how we want to get to know the passengers. And as far as the guns go, they, don't want, they didn't want guns. I mean, not a word was said about, oh, it's a shame we can't have guns. They did not want guns. Uh, on, with the, they did not want the guns uh, being carried by the security guards. And it was a whole different approach that they had. And uh, now you hear Toby Roach. I heard him this morning on Charlie Brennan. And I heard him in other media. He's making it sound like, oh, gosh, we like to have guns, but, you know, we got this, some regulation. Never have I heard that before. That was not mentioned at the meeting where they, where they, where they talked about their new way of doing things. So I don't know where he came up with that, and, and I don't know what regulation he's talking about. He keeps saying that's what somebody told him or that's advice he got or something. I, I'd like to see – where it is that it, that it says that the uh, guards cannot carry uh, guns, maybe certain certain level of guards, but you know this whole matter of security has been a a fight and a hassle for at least five years that's been going on, and and they somehow they just can't get it straight. Yeah, there's a lot of concerns people have with Metro and riding it, and it's been documented pretty frequently. One of my favorite was when Elliot Davis did a You Paid For It, and he basically picked it up, I think, in the Metro East or wherever, but it's pretty much as far east as you can go, and decides to hop on, and every stop he was looking and waiting, and it took, what, 45 minutes into the ride before he actually saw an officer, someone there for security? It, it took a long time, and he noted all of these things. And when you go online and hear the stories of the people that ride Metro, they say it on a regular basis. You see people harassing other people. You see drug deals. You see thefts. You see harassment. You see all these other things going on, and they say it's on a regular basis. And I don't think any of that has changed. I don't think they've done much in the way of trying to up this sort of thing. It's always been a problem, and I think most people realize that, and it's why they try to avoid Metro at all costs if they can. And it's so surprising to me to learn about this because last year I would think if you're going to review your policies – what makes you believe things are getting safer there where you don't think it's necessary to have protection like that? And we even had these conversations last year about being understaffed, not being able to get people in there, not being able to secure these platforms. Even when people would complain and they say we'd see no security in sight, it might last for a day after the news report came out and then it would go back to no one was there to begin with. So Metrolink has been a mess completely. This is just one of the uh, these, this is just, again, one of the byproducts of it. Well, you can go all the way back to 1994 at the Delmar Station. The very first year the Metrolink was in operation, the first year the station was in operation, and they had a murder there, and there was found out that there was no security guard there, and, and, and the question was, well, where's the security at? Uh, the security guard just stepped away for a while, had some other business or something, and uh, so, I mean, 
This is going. This has been going on uh, all the way back to 1994. There's been other incidents at that station. Once there was like uh, there was a security guard got shot twice. He got in the middle of a gang, two gangs fighting, and he tried to try to break it up, and uh, he got shot. So uh, there's been robberies there. There's been all kinds of things there. So I mean, MetroLink has had a problem with security since the very beginning, and every time something happens, they always like to say. Oh, it's an isolated incident. This isn't something that happens very often when, in fact, uh, it, it has. Yeah, and if it's not that, it's something stray bullet going somewhere. And remember last year, the whole incident with covering up the cameras? Like the, the security guards in some of these areas were covering it up so they can obscure what they were doing inside of the uh, secluded areas? Yeah, that was, that, was part of the, uh, that, that was part of the war that was going on between Metro and uh, St. Louis County Police Department. See, the police department like having the contract. There's, uh, there's no doubt about that. It provides, uh, you know, additional uh, revenue for the, for the police department and then for the officers. And on the other hand, Metro does not particularly like it. They want to have their own. Uh, they want to have their own department, and you know, they can't really, can't really do that. So what was happening was, Metro Security was leaking things to, to uh, Tony Messenger. You know, trying to embarrass them as much as they much as they can, and uh, that's how all that came about. There was another incident where they gave information to Tony Messenger. There was a uh, you know police officer was supposed to be at the North Hanley station. It turned out he was at the somehow or another they they found out he was at the gun shop in Afton. So there's been this war going on, and and uh, that has not helped uh, the situation at, at at all. And as a result of some of that, you know, we've had we've had changes, and that's when. Toby Roach became the uh, became the CEO, and he fired the the Metro Security Director, and he put his own guys in, and then and that's when we have this change in uh, change in how they want to do things. This is um, somewhat of an unfair question, but I'm just going to throw it out there, and I mean this hypothetically, not necessarily directed at you, Tom. But let's say hypothetically, you're you had a daughter, 18, 20 years old, or whatever. Would you allow her to work for Metro? Work for Metro. Are are yeah. uh, just ride well, metro? Mostly, I say work, and I, I say this because the way that Toby Roach brought up something on the interview today with Charlie Brennan, he said a lot of ways we want them to just be your regular ticket takers. We don't want them to be armed and stepping in, and if there's an instance, so we want a smiling face and we want a ticket taker, things like that. And I'm thinking to myself, on a dangerous thing like that. Would I ever allow my kids to work in a situation like that, knowing what they're walking into? Absolutely not. So I'm no. thinking, if that's the case, um, if that's the case, it got it, it shows you 100% deep down you know it's dangerous and something has to change and nothing's changed. Well, there was a, a, there was a ticket taker once who was a, uh, a lady, and uh, she was just checking everybody's tickets, and, and she went up to this one woman who was a passenger, and uh, apparently she didn't have a ticket. Well, the passenger started beating up the uh, started beating up the ticket checker, and uh, the the people standing around were cheering. So I mean, that's the kind of situation that uh, that you would have. Ah, oh, it's just terrible. So going back to this this uh, law that, or whatever that they keep quoting back in 2020 when things changed, there was a long stretch where these security guards were armed, and then there was a. Porsche or a moment where they weren't, where they said it was a change in policy and they wanted to comply with law. Tell me about the murkiness of that. So the whole idea that they were doing this in order to comply and is there, was there really an order for them to do that? 
Well, murky would be the correct word because any time the uh, Tulba Roach is asked about that, I mean, you never quotes any particular law or regulation. It's just like, well, this is what we were told or somebody told me this or something like that. I do not know what he was talking about. I can tell you that when they were announcing the whole, their whole new system, how they wanted to do things, there was never any anybody saying, well, we would like to have our, our, our guards carry guns, but we're just not able to. As I said, they did not want their security guards carrying guns. There was there was no question about that in listening to the, uh, the presentation they had down at a bi-state meeting. So all of a sudden he, he's trying to make it sound like, well, gosh, we'd like to, but uh, we really can't. And, and that's that's quite a change from uh, from what the presentation was a year or so ago. Yeah, this uh, G-golly moment. Oh, G-golly, wouldn't that be uh, something? But, oh, oh, man, I just checked and I can't do it. Yeah, right. And that's the thing. I, I don't feel that's a genuine excuse. I, there's something else to it. There's something else I wanted to talk to you about, and it was something that was put out on the Post-Dispatch, and I'm going to read the headline for you. It says, Editorial, Cronyism is alive and well in the county as Sam Page rewards a political pal. What do you think of that editorial? Oh, it's a good editorial. Uh, I have to tell you that it surprised absolutely no one that uh, Rochelle Walton Craig got a job at uh, – uh, in the county, you know, the, the people were betting on how many days it would take for her to get one, and it didn't take long, uh, that's for sure. But, I mean, it's part of Sam Page's spending tax dollars uh, in order to uh, in order to build up the political support for himself. He has, since he's been county executive, he has been handing out jobs like a Chicago ward boss. You know, they just, <laughs> everywhere. In fact, Rochelle Walton Gray's assistant, he was making $45,000. He's also a a committee man, which is a you know very political job in North County, Sam Page gave him a job as which was and you know, one of these jobs that uh, was created, and, and he's a he's a change coordinator for the jail at eighty two thousand five hundred dollars. So they made sure that at least Rochelle got a job that's uh, making more than than him. So I mean, it's just it's just part of Sam Page over and over again. Uh, spending money to try to build up his uh, political support. He did it at the very beginning. He, he offered Hazel Irby. You know, she was, she was bent out of shape of the fact that he kind of rolled over for county executive. So he tried to, uh, he tried to smooth it out, offered her a job at $121,000. And, of course, they had a falling out, and now she's suing him. But, I mean, that shows you how he's, he uses tax dollars and he uses, uh, you know, jobs as a way to build support. Rochelle Walton Gray, uh, eighty-nine grand a year for the job. What exactly is the job? Well, she's supposed to be some kind of coordinator for uh, the vaccine distribution in North County. He's Sam Page has been picking up a lot of flack about the, you know he's he's he hasn't been uh, he hasn't been as active in North County with the, with uh, not only with the testing but with the, with the vaccine. Uh, I don't know that he's singled out North County. It just seems like they're they're slow everywhere. And uh, that's that's kind of his answer to uh, his answer to that criticism. I don't, you know, as as Tim Fitch has said, uh, doesn't really she doesn't really have any particular qualifications for the job. But again, these are these are all political these are all political doings, so it doesn't matter. Yeah, I go back and look at this and the qualifications. You're right, quoted in that editorial by Tim Fitch mentioning very specifically no qualifications for the position, and this is solely a pay-to-play move by Sam Page. He said, clearly this was part of the deal to have her stay past the end of her term and uh, mentioned some of the ongoing lawsuits and things going on. So it's, 
I wonder. And then so this Rita is... Days was yeah. Rita Days was saying that you know she she lost her uh, you know she lost her council seat, so she's going to go back working in a in an area where the voters have rejected her. So with this, is this a new position? Did they make this position for her? Oh yeah, yeah, no doubt about it. It's it's. Um, I think she's vaccine coordinator or something like this. You know, they they. Uh, he just makes them up. He made up. Uh, he made up a job for uh, Hazel Irby. He made up a job for Rochelle Walton Gray's assistant, which uh, you know, they never had before, and uh, they made up this job. So I mean, that's like I say, Sam Page is handing out uh, handing out jobs like a Chicago ward boss. Is this is this part of the money that they're using from the feds um, in order to fight COVID? Is that where this is coming from, or do we know it's coming from somewhere else? Uh, I, that's a good question. That question's been asked, and supposedly the money ran out at the end of last year. So whether that's the money that's, that they have in some account or something, uh, I don't know. But uh, they can always come up with money when they need it. That's that's for sure. Isn't that something? All right. Was there a meeting today? There was a meeting. Uh, nothing too exciting happened except they got into uh, a hassle over paying the how they're going to pay the the law firm meaning the one is representing the council members who are being sued by the county. And uh, it's been put off to try to get it, to try to get it through uh, this evening, but that, that obviously wasn't going to happen. You have to have full support of the county council, and, and there, there's three, the, three, uh, the three, four, three who are used to be in the majority. They, of course, are opposed to it. And I believe what the court order has said is that the, the ones being sued – they have until five days after the council approves uh, the cost of their legal fees. So it's going to prolong the uh, it's going to prolong the lawsuit even further. Oh man! All right, this is uh, confusing. So let me just try to work this out. So if if the council uh, no if the county sues, it's covered by the taxpayers to pay for the lawyers. But if the county council members that are being sued, they're not covered when it comes to the lawyer fees. Well, here's here's the deal: the 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 county counselor and the county, more or less, are suing to have the matter straightened out. So they're suing uh, the council members for particular council members. Well, these particular council members, they of course are members of the county council, so they need to have representation. So they're passing an ordinance which allows them to hire a law firm in order to defend themselves against the county, and I think. I think the fees go up to, they're not going to exceed $525 an hour. So at any rate, there's going to be several hundred thousand dollars probably uh, spent. And, uh, you know, where it's going to end up, uh, it's hard to say, but it, it, it's just, uh, it's like a bunch of kids playing in a sandbox. For them to sue each other. This is so stupid and ridiculous. All right. So I know there's a lot of things that we're watching. I'm glad that you come on to to talk about it. Hopefully soon enough we'll be able to complain about the trolley again. That's more fun than what's going on now. <laughs> Tom Sullivan, County Watchdog. Thank you so much for coming on to uh Camo X tonight. Thanks, Ryan. And he joins us on the Bomberito Automotive Group guest line tom's great he is he knows all the ins and outs when it comes to this and he helps me understand it a lot better and maybe even you too so what about this the lack of support when it comes to buy state what should a security guard do if they're working for metro and i want to play some of the interview from earlier today 
with uh, Charlie Brennan's program where they had Tolby Roach on. And I want you to judge for yourself. But what do you think should be happening here when it comes to the metro security? Should they be armed? Is this a huge mistake to have them go out and have no arm on them? Something that could be used to defend themselves, like in this instant where a guy comes up and shoots a metro guard in the face and kills him or in the head, I should say. Terrible, horrible, horrific thing in the news. And then we start to learn about some of the policies here that may have contributed to the chain of events. 314-436-7900 or 800-925-1120. This is Overnight America KMOX. This is Overnight America, sponsored by Michael's Flooring, the flooring experts. Michael'sFlooringOutlet.com on KMOX. You know, I thought we'd have some more time tonight, so we may have to talk about the Metro thing again in the future. I'm sure there'll be more to discuss with that. But I would encourage you, if you haven't actually had a chance to listen to Charlie Brennan and Amy Markscore's interview with Tolby Roach, it's online and it's even on the homepage. You can click right to it at KMOX.com and get it right there. Listen to it right there. And you can judge it for yourself. You Some of the answers to that satisfy the questions. I don't think they did. And I think you'll just have to hear it for yourself. But either way, you may hear it in the replay hour coming up um, right after midnight here. That's what we do. So we're live from 8 until midnight. We'll be back again tomorrow after Billikens basketball. But the Billikens are starting early. So that means we will hopefully get on not too late. Um, it probably won't be a late night. So that's nice. As long as the game goes as scheduled. Uh, do, I, do you still knock on wood? Are you allowed to do that? But otherwise, find me on Facebook, Ryan Wrecker Radio. If uh, you want to hate Facebook with me, let's do it together. All right. Ryan Wrecker Radio. And on Twitter, at Ryan Wrecker. Same thing there. Enjoy the rest of your night. And we'll talk again tomorrow.
T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 